Hello and welcome to the Tapping Up podcast with myself, Daryl, and apparently not always Ian. Um, as our listeners will be aware, Ian has decided to ditch the podcast this week for a mental holiday full of sun, sea, sex, sand, booze, sex, minge, fanny and tits and booze and sex and of course swinging. But in his place, making his tapping up debut, is Mark. How are you doing, Mark? Excited to be on the pod? I'm all right, yeah. Um, hello, listeners. Oh, well, right. Very popular. Very, very popular. Um, so we'll, we'll get straight into it. Um, you are not a massive fan of MMA, are you, usually? So you watch it, but... I like to watch it, but I don't know many of the, the people on it. You just like watching people? Yeah. It's like kick fuck out of each other, basically. Yeah, it's, it's what most people watch it for anyway. But um, have you got your phone on you? Yep. So, first piece of news this week, I want you to Google Pearl Gonzalez because former UFC fighter Pearl Gonzalez has announced her OnlyFans debut. Um, she last fought in UFC all the way back in October 2017. She has competed in a number of different um, areas since then. And she's unsuccessfully challenging for the, the flyweight title, I think, back in, in Victor FC 34. Uh, and then in 2021, I think it was, she debuted for BKFC. Um, she's bowed out of that promotion since and hasn't really done much of note since until this. Now, have you got a picture of you of her in yep. front of you? Opinions? And, uh, yeah. I'm speechless, to be honest. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so she's announced her OnlyFans debut, and that seems to be the way that most people are going these days. You um, key to, or akin to OnlyFans these days? You go on it a lot? No. I've, well, <clears throat> I'd like to give it a go myself, to be honest. <laughs> what do you mean? No, I'm only joking. No, I've not, I've, I don't know much about it, to be honest. Are you um, only joking? I know what it is. I've, ne- I've never been on it. I've not... I'm not subscribed to anybody or anything like that. So if we go into OnlyFans now and search Mark Bedford, we're not going to find like a special <laughs> account that you've made. No, no. Taking photos no, of like different rooms name. and stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, it it's, seems to be the way that a lot of fighters are going these days because there's a lot more money in it. Uh, so there's a lot of women fighters. There's a few WWE wrestlers, I think, who have been kicked out of WWE recently because they've basically said, well, you're not paying me enough and I'll get more money. Getting my kit off. Getting my kit off and, and getting desperate people online to subscribe to me and send me money. And the prices that people pay is absolutely ridiculous. No, it's like bother. $5 or something per month. Um, not that I've obviously ever looked. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's ridiculous. But separate note, here's one for you. Uh, well aware of Liam Neeson, I assume. Yeah. He has quite randomly had a bit of a bizarre rant recently in which he called Conor McGregor a little leprechaun. Uh, and he said that uh, he gives Ireland a, ma- a, a bad name. So he basically came out and said he can't stand the UFC. He said it's like a bar fight and... He knows what the practitioners are like. Say, so you know, you're wrong, and there's the months of training that we do, etc., etc. He then compared it to grabbing a beer bottle and smashing it over the other guy's head. He said, that's the next stage for UFC, and he hates it, and then went on to say that the little leprechaun, Con McGregor, gives Ireland a bad name. I know he's fit, and I admire him for that, but I can't take it. 
Well, even like I say, I don't really watch much UFC, but I know they don't smash bottles over people's heads. <laughs> well, um, yeah, but um, I'm guessing he said that from the, the the safety of his villa somewhere, Saint Tropez or wherever. Well, I think so. I think I, I think is it Men's Health magazine that he did it with or something like that. Um, but yeah, just completely random. There's no particular reason just that an he attack went, out. Yeah, of... I think he asked for his opinions on <laughs> UFC. Um, and then just started slagging off Conor McGregor. And I don't know if you, you heard on last week's pod about McGregor and his uh, his car accident. Oh, so yeah, yeah. That, uh, getting hit by uh, a car <laughs> while riding on his uh, bicycle. And then just randomly taking a video of it and just talking to his newfound well, mate. Maybe he wants to... Uh, you know, there's his YouTube fights now. The YouTubers are, are fighting boxers. Maybe he wants to get in a bit of that action. Well, McGregor or... Liam Neeson. Neeson, yeah. I'd quite like to see Liam Neeson do that. I'd, I'd pay for that. Well, he does all films, doesn't he, about it, so you would think that he's trained in some sort of martial arts. But, um, yeah, just a bit of a weird one. So he just randomly come out with it, and it's always funny to see people slagging off Conor McGregor, um, who doesn't seem to be any closer to a return to the UFC as of yet, but I'm sure we'll uh, we'll see much more of him in the, the coming year. Um, bonus segment, then. So this is the time in the show, it's named after the late UFC Hall of Famer Stefan Bonner, in which we review and discuss some of the greatest and most memorable fights in MMA history. We'll give our listeners a bit of fun homework, we'll post the fight to watch on our Twitter page, and then the following week we'll go through it together. There's a bit of change this week, because we have recorded this, admittedly, a little bit earlier than we usually would do, uh, and just to spice it up, I've actually got the fight in front of us, and as far as I'm aware, you've never seen this fight before. I've not seen this, no. No, before. Um, this was back in UFC 248, so it's a number of years ago. Um, it's a common recurring theme on this podcast that there's a lot of incorrect pronunciation. So what I'm going to ask you to do, Mark, is pronounce the two fighters' names. Right, so I've got Zhang Wheelie. Is that right? Okay, yeah. And the other one looks like Joanna Jedrzejczyk. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Polish. Nearly, probably. nearly. So we've got Shang Weili and we've got Joanna Jacek. Yeah, I'm not getting so that one. Similar to that, but yeah. Um, it's one that I'm sure if we had Ian on, he would have also butchered. So no worries there. But um, I'll give it another go after I've had a few, uh, okay. <laughs> a few JDs. What are you actually drinking? Samuel Joe's bourbon. Samuel Joe's from... It's Aldi's version of... Um, I think it's JD or Jim Beam. It'll be JD, will it? Jack Daniels, it does Samuel actually taste like it. Does it, though? Yeah. Does well, it actually, though? Because it looks like placebo. poison. Placebo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we've got the fight on in the background anyway. It's literally just started. Just going into the first few round, uh, first round, sorry. And well, obviously, we'll have a look at it as it goes on. See what you think of it, Mark. And then any comments that you want to make while they're both smashing each other's heads in, feel free to do so. Um, any other big stories this week? Any anything to add to listeners at all that you could think of? Not just in uh, just in your life in general. Can't think of any now. Nothing. Living a, a very, <laughs> Nothing goes on. Very fun life in general. Then um, I work and sleep, and that's about it. Well, watch the first Harry Potter weirdly because there's all this stuff in there recently in the, the press about um, the new Harry Potter game. Have you seen all this about? I've not even seen. It's it. called Hogwarts Legacy, and basically. You're either on one of two sides. One side is if you buy it, you're transphobic. 
because J.K. Rowling has come out and said oh, some yeah, yeah. derogatory comments in the past about trans people or well, again, that, yeah. whatever fence you stand side of the fence you stand on, they're either derogatory or they're not derogatory. And again, we won't go into it here. But if you buy it, you're transphobic. Other people like myself couldn't really care less about it because it's essentially just a video game i don't really care yeah. about what the creators have said and the actual creators of the game have nothing to do with jk Rowling, <laughs> really but so we're watching the first um just as whaley they're just absolutely wailing on uh um Ioana. but yeah we watched the, the first film because my partner meg um fiance i have to correct that every single time because she kicks off me otherwise absolutely loves those films and you know the bit at the beginning where they sat on the train. I think he's just met Ron, and there's that woman that comes around and says anything from the trolley. Yeah, and uh, he goes, "Yeah, we'll take the lot." I, honestly, you watch it back, and I think when I first watched it, I'm like, ah, it's just a bit of fun. It's just it's obviously a film. Now I watch it because everything that's happened in in the world and how aggrieved I feel at everything in UK, and I think what a little tosser he is. <laughs> like he's basically taking all the stuff off all the people in the train for for what they're not going to eat it, are they? There's far too much on that trolley. It's like me going to a concert and saying, all right, I want all your, your alcohol, I want all your nachos, I want all your food, because I don't want anyone else having it. I'm not going to eat it, but don't want anyone else to have it, and I'm rich, so what are you going to do about it? <laughs> it's just, well, it's like I said, in this day and age, food banks and everything. Cost of living crisis. I mean, I won't go that far into it. I'm not, <laughs> not trying to depress people <laughs> listening to this. Welcome but. to the politics <laughs> <pod>. <laughs> Um yeah, we definitely won't go into that because if we start going left and right <clears> on either side, I'm pretty sure Ian listening to this. Straight down middle me, I think. <laughs> I don't think that straight is an interesting description. Um, on the fence. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would just like, I, I, the more you watch stuff like that, the more you think, what a little tosser Harry Potter is. <laughs> Actually, I'd, I'm quite shocked that no one revolted against him earlier. I'd quite like Voldemort to smash into him. <laughs> a little bit like Ioana's smashing into uh, Wei Li in this first round. Jean. I can't, you've never seen this fight before then, no. so you've never seen the aftermath of what happened to Ioana's face. And No, no. You will have done. You'll have definitely seen a picture um, where you might not recognise her now because she looks completely different end of fight, but there were a really famous picture that went global uh, went viral round shortly following I'm just thinking of like some biceps like whaling which is absolutely tanks are they this is so this fight was heavily hyped up because both fighters are very very good in their division uh, in the women's division that they're in it's not just that though but it's also that this became one of the best fights of all time. Not just women's fights of all time, but one of the best fights altogether in the UFC. You look at how they're trading with each other, and this is only the first round. It's just it's just taking punches, just straight in face, over and over and over again. Look, look at kicks there. A lot of wild swinging. It's like, literally like a night out in Ponty, that bit, though. Just <laughs> wild swings. There was, was actually a fight last week. Was there? Yeah. Where? Uh, big fellas. What a shock. Honestly, I, I saw it happening. There was a couple of lads started getting a bit rowdy. And I, I was like, yeah, something's going to kick off here. So I stepped back because obviously I don't want to ruin my face. Um, <laughs> but I had uh, Joe with me and he, uh, he got in the middle of it all. Arms out, peacemaker. So did anyone get sparked or it just a bit like... No, it's, it's 
a few punches were thrown, none Hammer landed, bags. and then bouncers turned up. There's a video that's gone viral on TikTok this week as well. Um, I'll have to send you if you haven't seen it. It's a girl who looks about maybe 19, 20, and she's laid on a bed. Looks like a young Jennifer Aniston, and you can expect where this TikTok video is going. But oh, I just caught her after Bell there. She's nearly, it's not she's not happy. Like, oh, she's saying sorry, but she's like, no, I'm not happy. See people running in, kicking off. Um, but I yeah, just watched replay of this. It's just after. Bang! You won't see that in Pony. Um <laughs> Yeah, so this girl that looks like a young Jennifer Aniston and. She's like all dressed up and her mum's talking to her. So it starts to get a bit suspect because she's like, well, if you're that old, why are you living with your mum? And she goes, oh, why are you all dressed up like that? She goes, oh, I'm going to Biggie's. He's like, oh, right, what, 13 going on 30? And it turns out that this girl is literally a 13-year-old girl who's been posted all over internet by her mum and is going to Biggie's. So I have no idea if she's getting into Biggie's. Yeah. It's a bit worrying, really, isn't it? Considering we're about to go out in Pontefract. Like I said, I was in there last week and I must have been the oldest one. And I'm only 21. So. <laughs> You're also a compulsive liar as well, that sounds like. Um, which, <laughs> it's a place that gets a lot of heat, does Pontefract, and I think I end up defending it week in and week out on, not just on this pod, uh, this pod but... There are general. some good places, though. It's good. It's a good place to go. If anybody ever wants to come over, there's a nice piano bar. Piano bar? Yeah, that one is it. Last bank, yeah, yeah. Is Just known as the bar? piano bar. <laughs> because the piano, yeah, it's like, you might as well call it the bar with a glass. As if you, yeah. I'll just call it like... A bar. Tommy with the, Tommy the hat. Why, why'd you call him that? So he don't <laughs> oh, wear a hat. Um, yeah, there are some nice places. <laughs> Jimmy the hat. Yeah. <laughs> some uh, classic Cal Pilkin humour there. Um, second round's just started in the, the fight. Uh, Joanna, I think... For me, probably took the first round, although we are drinking and not really concentrating. We end up talking about Harry Potter, yeah, Harry Potter and Pontefract, so it's, it's never a good sign. <laughs> um, so, if I said to you, name me three UFC fighters, obviously excluding the one that's on the, the screen at the moment, any three, any three. Well, the first one that comes to your head is obviously Connor, but he's yeah. retired, has he? It's an interesting question, so. He technically has been out of the game for a long period of time now since he broke his leg. So that was his, his last fight. Um, snapped his leg against Dustin Poirier, I believe it was. Uh, so he lost that by medical stoppage. Well, I think it was by TKO technically because of uh, the round he was in. But he's not been back since. And you'll see, obviously, all over social media, he's posting videos himself. He's looking like a tank at the moment. He's looking way heavier than he's ever been at um, any present point. There were loads of rumours about him potentially juicing. Now, obviously, nothing confirmed or denied on that. and We can't legally comment on that uh, for, for various reasons. But whether he's going to return or not is completely up in the air. There's a lot of rumours every year about him returning. But obviously, as every month passes and every year passes, that return looks highly unlikely. Oh, it's on money, doesn't it? Well, yeah, it's exactly that. It is all about McGregor is, and has been since he first came into the, the scene, the biggest draw that the UFC has. And the fact that when I've just asked you there, your top three, your immediate answer is yeah. Conor McGregor, that says all you need to know about 
how much he's done for the sport. It's a casual fans vote. Exactly, yeah. I need a, a buzzer for every time Ian mentions casual fans. <laughs> I'm going to start getting like a little bell. Um, but yeah, he, he does. I think he's got one more fight in him. I don't know who that fight's against. and Probably the guy that knocked him off. No, I don't think he will because he fought him twice. So he <laughs> fought him twice. He lost the first one and then lost the second one. Not the um, guy who knocked him off his bike. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, potentially. Well, best mates with him shortly after. Did you, see, you see the video? And you're <laughs> no. like, oh, yeah, hi, hi mate. Uh, yeah, this guy's just knocked me off my bike. But I'm all right, though. You all right? But, Probably uh, set up. Yeah, that's what I thought. For a bit of a put a picture of his ass on Instagram shortly following. <laughs> did? I did a little, little cut on Oh, yeah, you just say on the last pod. Um, Getting his abs in. Yeah, that were exactly the reason that he did it. You notice that he pulled his pants down just enough to show like he'd got a V in front of Just well. enough. Um, to say I'm still fit. Yeah, still, me back I can in. still batter you. Reel me back in. But uh, can you name another two? Um, the other one that I think it's another one of those retired, Bisping. Bisping. Bisping's a good shout. So, <laughs> um, British champion at one point. He was very well known. You know, he's only got one eye. No. Yeah, he's only got Is one eye. Is that from the fights? I don't know, you know. Um, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. But yeah, he's got a little fake eye. Really good commentator you'll hear him sometimes on shows and it's always a bit of a breath of fresh air when you hear like him punditry and all that. yeah he's really good at punditry um really good in his time obviously did a lot for british and english uh mma and yeah and, and sport in general um can you name a third oh um oh the uh oh khabib is it nurmagomedov what is called khabib one of the Arguably greatest of all time, obviously beat McGregor. I basically mentioned the three biggest. Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> well, with one exclusion, and Ian listening to this, I'm sure will be absolutely screaming <laughs> at the fact that you haven't mentioned him. So, John Jones is the only other one. So, he's arguably the greatest of all time. To some people, there's no argument whatsoever. He is the greatest of all time. But Khabib was undefeated when he retired, which is unheard of. Uh, he beat Conor McGregor, beat obviously everyone that were put in his way, and he was just a dominant champion. He was just there were no knocking him off, and a lot of people said, "Well, if he was still in the game now, I'd knock him off." But yeah. it's like saying if Pele was still playing football, then I'd beat him in a yeah, because he's seventy. Well, yes, yeah. well he's, he's dead. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I'm not laughing at that. By the way, it's it's more than well. He, he, I think I'd yeah. beat him now, definitely. So um, I mentioned uh, three retired fighters. Yeah, basically. Um, I apologise, Ian. I'm going to say he's going to be absolutely going to get me in a, which in is, a uh, jiu-jitsu choke or something next time I see <laughs> I doubt it. Um, <laughs> just going into the third round here. I don't know why a trainer's picking up Whaley. Like, what, what's he doing here? He's taking like gum shield out. He literally just picked her up and carried her back to... It's never a good sign. Um, Staple in the face. Well, yeah, because he basically ironed out all the... Um, Bruising and stuff and trying to reduce the swelling as quickly as possible. But would you ever go to a, a live event? <clears throat> live event? Would I? Yeah. Uh, not for 280 quid. No. Well, for a, a cheaper price than that, for, <laughs> if you had a chance to go to one. Because the, the annoyances, I think the UFC London one, so last year's, was, I want to say like three times less in terms of the price. So. And for much better seats as well, that is. It's not is it because just... of popularity then, or do you think? It's... it's because it's a numbered event. So do you know how the numbers and 
Ah, events yeah. were yeah, so basically a numbered event is seen as more prestigious and the fight should be better and the card should be yeah. better than it, sh- it is on like a a fight night and so then, you can then say oh, I've been to this you know as opposed to I've just been to, a, to an event <laughs> yes and no and I don't for me that's not factored in as to why I'm going personal because I can't speak for Ian but um, I'm going to that because it's the first defence of a, a title yeah. by a British fighter in, in Britain. Britain. Yeah, so and, and it'll be a right night anyway. It's obviously my first UFC event. Uh, we've got the MMA in uh, Doncaster coming up. So oh yeah, that's the one from work. Uh, yeah, that's that's polar opposites in it. So that'll be when's that one? Uh, March fourth, I think. Yeah. Which is a bit annoying because on March fourth is Four also the what four weeks today. Yeah, is indeed. Yeah. Um, Bit annoying because on March fourth is the Dazone boxing card, which they're going to have for the first time ever. I don't know if you've seen this, a tag team boxing match. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> they haven't explained it, um, so they haven't said how it's going to it's work. Like wrestling now. I assume because obviously the the way that tag team <laughs> works in something like wrestling is one person is outside of the the ring and then you tag them in and they come in. Rather than just two people in ring fighting, so you fist bump and then jump over the rope. Yeah, basically. But I, I don't know how that would work. Yeah. So, so if see if if one of them's getting beaten up more than the other, then the other one will just jump in like they do on wrestling. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I think it is. But there's no further explanation of it, and you just got to turn up and see. Yeah, it's one of these things where people are, are making a mockery of it and saying, "Oh, this is disgusting." You know, this is showing boxing to be a, a farce and all this sort of stuff. Evolution. But, well, yeah, but I'll be honest, it's made me quite intrigued. So even if it is a bit of a, a piss take and a bit of a sideshow, I'm already becoming a farce because of the the YouTuber thing and KSI and Paul's. Well, it's funny you should mention that because that's one of the things I've got to talk to you about. Um, we're just in so the third round, I think it is, of this. Yeah, third yeah. round. Um have you been paying attention to this, by the way? I think uh, Whaling's winning. I agree. I, I have Whaling, uh, Whaley, sorry, up um, two to one at the moment, although she did get caught quite flush <coughs> in the end of the, the second round. Um, got two nil, sorry. But I think it's two one at the moment because she's getting absolutely battered in this round. Uh, Tommy Fury versus Jake Paul then. <laughs> so opinions on this, do you think it's a bit of a gimmick? Yeah, massive gimmick. Well, it is a gimmick, isn't it? Let's it's, be honest. Uh, but... I don't know what. I don't, I don't know what they're fighting for. Um, Money. I reckon it'll get called off. Something happen. Somebody will. Something in Something will. I can't talk. Something will happen before it gets to it. Uh, one of them will be injured in training or whatever. Same old story. I mean, the, the weirdest thing is, it sounded like someone's just zoomed past at hundred miles an hour in thing. I wonder if Mike's picked that up, but. Past my house. Yeah, did you not hear that? I can't hear anything. You didn't hear the the very loud either motorbike <laughs> somebody, or I, somebody crashed the car into a lamppost outside, and I didn't even hear it. Oh yeah, I remember that. I couldn't get back home for <laughs> ages. Uh, but yeah, it's all based on money, isn't it? And I have a different opinion than Ian on this. So, what? Who do you think wins this? I don't know. Um, poss- I don't know. It's hard to call for me because. To say that the Jake Paul is it's quite good to say that he's come from a, an amateur sort of background. Um, 
I don't know. Then I, f- I feel like Tommy Fury is more. It's been on Love Island. It's the same sort of thing, isn't it? Have you watched any Tommy Fury fights? I've never seen him fight, but never I've heard it. apparently he's really poor. Really poor. Like, really, really poor. He he looks like one of these. Have you seen Campbell Hatton fight Ricky Hatton's son? No. So I, I compare him a little bit to Campbell Hatton, obviously different weight classes, but hyped up because their name is. Fury. As such. Yeah, exactly that. And. Everyone thought, yeah, this is going to be a really top-class fighter. He's going to steam through the opposition. He's never actually fought anyone of note. In fact, the records of the people that he's fought are quite embarrassing. So there were a guy, I think the first bloke he fought had 100 losses on his car. He'd basically (laughs) gone round and got paid to get smashed in. All the time, hundred losses. Yeah, we, how do you even know maths? <laughs> I'll just continue after. <laughs> That's what I mean. I've lost ten fights. Right, you know what? I'm just going to give it up. But instead, no, I'm just going to keep going, and I'm just going to get battered and battered and battered. And for if you're not good at your money. job, you choose a new career, don't you? Yeah, exactly. You want to build hundred houses, and they all fall down. I think I'm going to continue <laughs> being a bricklayer. Do one more. Yeah, just give me a bit more money, and I'll do one more. Yeah, if you pay us hundred million, I'll do. I'll build another house. It'll fall down. <laughs> but yeah, it's all been a bit of a farce. But I understand the arguments on the flip side that Jake Paul has fought people who aren't boxers. This is the first time he's fought a real boxer. Uh, Anderson Silva was the closest to being a boxer, but obviously, really, he were a UFC star and he were also 47. So it's like beating up an old man. It'll be an interesting fight. I, I've got um, Paul Twin. I, I still think I, Paul I'd actually prefer him. to see John Fury fight him. <laughs> I, 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 I tell you what, I wouldn't mind seeing that because it'd be more entertaining. <laughs> and I'll be back in John Fury then. But I just think Tommy Fury is just a complete and utter embarrassment. I think the way that he has handled himself and come out and said this, that and the other about Jake Paul, acting like, oh, I'm a true fighter. I, I'm the best fighter in the world and I, I'm going to take the Fury mantle. I saw a bit of that last night, yeah. It was just, I'm going to make sure that... It's a bit, a bit of arrogance. Yeah, Jake Paul's boxing career ends at that date. Uh, It'll go back to YouTube. Yeah, exactly. I was just like, what is going on here? He is more famous for being on Love Island than he is for anything in his his career as a boxer. So, um, And posing on Instagram. Yeah, and posing on Instagram. And the biggest thing that's brought him fame recently is that he's had a kid. It's called Bambi. Jesus Christ. Bambi Fury. So it's just... Uh, yeah, we'll be like Bambi on ice next week. When it, whenever it is, when it's, when it's, when it's that'll be the jokes. What is it? It's the, is it this? Is it this week? Uh, this month? Sorry, is it twenty ninth or twenty sixth? Twenty sixth of February. That'll be right. We'll sure. have to 26th. find somewhere to watch that because it's one of those where it pains me to say that I want to watch. Well, I'll come back on as a guest. Yeah, we're going to say come back on <laughs> and then say yeah, we're right all along. Um, by the way, just going into the fourth round now. I've got it. 2-1 to Shangli. Yeah, same here. I mean, I'm not agreeing with you. Shangli. Shangli. Yeah, Shang, it's not Shangli at all. Whaley. Shang Whaley. <laughs> See, you can't have a, a podcast without getting these pronunciations wrong or just getting the name What's out. What's the other one again? Jed, what? Jedrezekshik. <laughs> Say it again. Jedrezekshik. <laughs> it's Joanna Jan Jacek. Right, yeah. You're supposed to pronounce the J a little bit more in the middle, oh. which is weird, isn't it? Because I look at that name and I don't. And then see... the other J is pronounced differently. Yeah, it's it's very very strange. But so going it's... going back to the uh, the uh, Fury fight, is it? Uh, I've heard that um, Tyson said that if he loses, they're going to 
Disorder. Neglect him, yeah. Because it, well, it's just nonsense. Is that, isn't is, that, it? is that just rubbish? Yeah, of course. <laughs> what do you think they're going to do? Put him out on the street <laughs> and like stone him? Tie, like, a, tie a chain clothes. around his neck and stick him in, <laughs> get him in a cellar? I can't imagine it personally. Um, if he loses, his boxing career's over. But in all honesty, what boxing career does he have? Yeah, he's never going to be a never world champion. Does it really? Exactly. He's never going to be a world champion. He's never going to be near the world championship scene because he'd just get knocked off as soon as he fought someone. It's good. like nobody knew him when he went into Love Island anyway. They were saying no. Oh, they knew him as Tyson Fury's brother, yeah. and that's what he's always going to be known as, regardless of whether he wins this fight or not. And I think that's one of the reasons that I want Jake Paul to win, because the arrogance of Fury is a joke. At least Jake Paul has the arrogance of, well, I've built this from the ground up, yeah, yeah. and I've got this to show for it. And then I think like Jake Paul gets trained hard and yeah. hard and... and if Jake Paul wins this fight, then I can go back to wanting Jake Paul to get knocked out. So it, it's absolutely fine in that <clears> sense. Um, unboxing then one thing that we always seem to talk about week in and week out is the inevitable build up to a Fury AJ fight so AJ has recently been announced to be fighting Jermaine Franklin who run uh, Dillian White quite close and some think including myself that he actually won that fight and that the judges scored that completely wrong um which isn't unusual, is it, in boxing at all? Fury obviously is almost certainly fighting Usyk first. Yeah. Who wins? Um, I don't know. I've got a feeling it might be Usyk, you know? I've got I, Usyk. I, I, just, I, I just feel like Fury is, is obviously is, he's got his good record, but I feel like he's pushing it all a bit. And I rather, he keeps, he's retired about 20 times. And then, oh, I'll come back for another one. But um, no, I don't know. I think Usyk looks more prepared. If that makes sense. It does. I think Usyk was wildly underestimated going into the AJ fight. Um, I, to be honest, more heart over head wanted AJ to win those fights. Because I'm an AJ fan and I think how he's conducted himself up until a certain point. And there are are issues, I think, with how he handled himself shortly following the fight where he had a mental breakdown. But... I think he'd conducted himself a lot more as to how I would want a world champion to act, whereas Fury smashing coke and stuff and, and representing Yida and all that sort of stuff, I'm not <laughs> not particularly interested in that. I want someone to look like a world champion, a little bit like um, Ngannou did in the UFC, uh, Francis Ngannou, before he's obviously left now and, and gone to Pastures Anew, which nothing has been announced about that as of yet. But... I don't want someone to go in and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to batter you. I'm, I'm going to just take you. I'm going to dismantle you and do that and then actually do it. Because that's there's, like it, isn't it? Yeah. Well, there's something about that that I just don't like. I don't... It's hypocritical because I quite like McGregor, <clears throat> but I don't like the idea of... Rabbit, someone be, yeah. I'm going to smash your face in. <laughs> there's something... Uh, your sausage... There's something that I don't well, like about... Where's this rabbit coming from? <laughs> I don't know. I've absolutely not. Is it his teeth? I don't know, it might be actually he's got, he's got, he's a, got gap, a little bit of like Bugs Bunny teeth going on hasn't it? not that I'd ever say that near him because he's barely but yeah I've, I've got Usyk on it yeah so have I a good prediction a good prediction again anything I'm just going to agree with Ian for the entire yeah just to make sure that Ian um, dislikes it look at her face now so this is the end of the fourth round so if it shows so they're just icing it now this is uh, <clears throat> Joanna the pictures that you will have probably seen will have been of her being described as an alien. 
because she's uh, basically yeah. had her head kicked in so hard. Even though she's not out of the fight by any means, it's a very close fight, is this? But you look at the punch here, watch this. Oh. And then, bang! Nearly swallowed. Well, you're allowed to swear. It's Fucking not... hell. <laughs> I say we're not forbidden from swearing on these, just um, most other things. Um, well, if, I'm, not, I'm if... not the kind of guy that swears, am I? No. Are you not? Quite posh. Uh, I don't think so. Um, AJ Fury, then, if it ever happened, which seems unlikely at this point, in all honesty, who would you see winning that? Yeah, I think Fury. I A lot of one. people have gone Fury, I yeah. think. I'm, personally, I'm going to stick with AJ. Still think yeah, that I've, ne- I've never been a, a big fan of his. Even like when he, even when uh, he fought Klitschko, when that two thousand and seventeen, um, I, I would cheer him for Klitschko then. Why? I don't know. <laughs> what did you mean? <laughs> the underdog story. Underdog story. <laughs> World champion got into that. I don't know. It was, it was spent money. We passed it. Yeah, but he had a ridiculous wife by his side. Is it Hayden? Yeah. Hidden Panettiere. Is, is it? Yeah, he's from Heroes. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that, that's his wife. It's weird, is that, isn't it? I never knew. No idea, personally, before I saw her at the um, the fight where she was there with him just before they fought AJ. But quite, uh, quite respectful, um, Klitschko. Really good champion, but that's exactly what I would want a world champion to be like. Yeah. Because he is a very respectable bloke and conducts himself in a manner that I'd want a world champion to be. A bit like Usyk. I thought Usyk does that exact same thing. yeah. You not really had him coming out and saying, you know, I'm going to knock out. It's like an Eastern Fury. European thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it is exactly that. I think it's it's completely different now. The conduct was. I think a lot of a lot of like people from places like that they're brought up fighting from a young young age, aren't they? It's like yeah. part of their bloodline, and maybe the 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 taught respect through that as well. I agree. I think it, there's nothing that's going to gain your respect more than getting your head kicked in at a young age. Is so not like uh, when. Uh, uh, Eubank Junior got beat. He's he's trying to go back and chin him afterwards. <laughs> that was weird. That I, I still so again difference of opinion with a lot of people. I think who listen to this pod, but I think that he got elbowed. I thought I yeah, personally yeah. think he got elbowed, and then he got sparked out following that and got the uppercut, which definitely hurt him, obviously, and then got a, a left hook. I think it was that hurt him as well and put him down. But I think the elbow starts that. I don't particularly see the merit of. I think you were on about appealing it. And seeing if he can overturn the the win, like what? Yes, yeah, that's like saying um, England should have won the World Cup in whenever. Do you know? Can we go back and well, overturn it? Leeds should have won European Cup in <laughs> 1975, and I'm still like over that. And that was found to be cheating. They actually found out that uh, referee had been paid off. So <laughs> you'll get better evidence than that. Um, we're just into the final 20. Uh, two minutes, sorry, two minutes, 20 seconds of this um, final round. Any ideas who you think's winning this? Yeah, I think uh, it's still Whaling, whatever her name is for me. Whaling. Wheeler. Wheeler? What's it? Wait, see, you got me. Whaling. <laughs> it literally, I got all my pronunciations spot on up until a certain point. Whaling Wendy. So what happens when you drink fake... Jack Daniels or it's Samuel Joe's. <laughs> Never heard of it like it. Um, so yeah, so we're in the, the final throws of this round. It smells like paint stripper. Before I get you to predict a winner at the very end of the fight, <clears throat> you have a weird affiliation with football, don't you? So 
What team do you support, Mark? Um, <laughs> I don't really tell many people. So what, what football team do you support? Yeah, Manchester United and Brighton and Rangers. So just to, again, just to clarify, you support three different football teams. Yeah. Well, Man United are Two in of which are in the same league. I've got uh, an affinity with Brighton because my dad's from there. And then uh, the Rangers things through grandparents. So if... Manchester United played Brighton, who would you support? Ah, uh, yeah, Man United. Would you, though? Yeah. And if Brighton won, what would you do? Would just, you be sad? Yeah, be upset. But then I'd be happy that they've won as well. I, <laughs> I'm only kidding. I literally don't know what you're talking about. Like, I cannot understand anyone that supports more than one team. It's a casual fan. Well, yeah. <laughs> For the casual fans, is that. But anyone, I think, that doesn't support the t- the team that they're actually from yeah well I think what it is creates an issue but I've supported Man United since as long as I can remember um, I've got I've still got the kits where are you from from Leeds so you're from yeah. Leeds you support Manchester United which is bad enough as it is and I'm sure people will be screaming at the uh, the speakers at the moment in the car Just don't tag me on Twitter <laughs> but hell I absolutely will do um, <laughs> you then have an affinity with Brighton and like Rangers. Yeah. Anyone else? Spartak uh, Moscow? Oh, I collect football Al-Hilal. kits, do I? So. <laughs> yeah, but collecting football kits is different. That's a pastime. And no, I've I don't, I don't really look for anybody else's results, to be fair. Um, uh, well, I, I started supporting Man United from a young age, when uh, just from as, as, as long as I can remember, really. My mum used to buy me kits and stuff. Um, this would be before there were classed as decent as well you know, like in the 80s before so, Manchester United were classed as decent yeah have they ever been out of the well, it was like 93 wasn't it when they started to be good I don't think they've ever been out of they've I always think, been around the because I think Liverpool had a stint didn't they were the 70s and 80s and then so they were like the, in, the, the popular team but the I just, just grown up just, them. on a separate note the fight has just finished so do you want to tell me a winner um What's her name again? Whaling. You're going Whaley? <laughs> Whaley. So that's for me. For me anyway. Yeah. Do you want to put money on it? Do you want to bet on who it is that's going to win this? You're not going to say it's the other one, are you? Well, I know it is. I, I know who wins this. But it's, I'd, I'd, it's a replay. I'd, so it's not live. I'd bet on. Uh, is she Chinese? Uh, she is indeed. Yeah. Let's go and buy the flag. Yon J chick's head is. Absolutely mashed at this point. Pictures and go on, let's see us. Let's see us winning. There you go. She done it. Got it spot on. Yeah, it was indeed Whaley that won it. But um, yeah, one of the the better fights that I think you could be introduced. So and certainly from a win, women's point of view, I think you're not going to get much better than that. Um, I enjoyed that. Well, the fight, yeah, good fight. It's definitely worth watching. Um, anyone watching or listening to this is uh, hasn't seen that. Obviously, the actual link is on our Twitter page anyway by the time that this uh, podcast episode is going out. So, definitely make sure to have a look at that. Um, get your predictions for the season then, football-wise. So, who is winning the league? And, and this is bearing in mind that at the time of recording this, so we're recording this very early on Saturday, well, it's Saturday 4th, Everton have just beaten Arsenal. Yeah. So, I've just mixed things up a little bit, which... Knew it'd happen because I messaged 
Nathan, our Arsenal supporting mate, this morning saying, "Don't lose today." What a shock that they've <laughs> Still lost. Still busy watching person. horses. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think um, Arsenal will, will win it. I think it'll. It's going to be Man City, isn't it? Do you I think it'll know, be Man City? Yeah. You can say yourself. I think Man United could have a, have a good chance. You know, um, well, I've one of the things that we've been discussing for a number of weeks is Man United have been slowly ticking along. Yeah. They're not doing anything spectacular. But apart from the loss against Arsenal the other week, um, they, was, they looked sort of like to be cooking, as they call it. Please don't say that. I've again. never said that word before. Yeah, please don't say it again. God, I felt like I said moist then. <laughs> Hang on. I don't say that either. But um, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think they've been slowly ticking along, and I would be backing Manchester United more than I'd be backing Manchester yeah, City. I think I think, uh, I think Arsenal are going to start dropping off and being becoming Arsenal. If that Which makes. again. For long-term listeners of the pod, that's something that we've said all season. I've been saying, and, and so has Ian, in all fairness to him, since the very beginning of the season, since they went on this run, there's going to be a point yeah. where they turn, because there always is. I still think they will do. And I think, and I I think uh, Liverpool and Chelsea will start coming back up again as well, I no, think. Liverpool are gone. I don't want them to. I don't like them. You don't like Liverpool? Or Chelsea. Yeah, I don't like Liverpool. Um, <laughs> did you hear about, on last week's pod, did you hear Ian going about Bellingham? Going oh, yeah, to yeah. Um, Liverpool, regardless of Champions League. Yeah, no, it's not. Uh, I don't know. Don't have a clue, does it? I, I wouldn't want to go there. Well, you want? It's not going to go to it. It's not Liverpool in particular that he's not going to go to. But he's not going to drop been, from Champions um, League. Always, always tapping him up. Is it Anderson? Is it? It don't matter. Who's tapping him up? You could get someone <laughs> from Leeds going. Up there, oh yeah, do you want to join us? No, not really, because he is a good player, though. He is he's a very good player, and he'll go to a top team. I think it'll either be. City, I think Chelsea will probably try to it's go. Got a for bit him of money going on it. They go for everyone else, don't they? Um, I think what I look at now is um, since the Fernandez transfer, the the record breaking one. People are going to start saying, "Oh, well, if he's worth that, then he's worth this." And then before you know it, it's going to be five hundred million pound per player. He's got a release clause, hasn't he? As Bellingham, I think his release clause is hundred and odd, hundred and twenty million euros yeah. or something like that. I think off the top of my head. Did you say he's worth it. Yeah. 100%. It's age as well, isn't it? It's got age on his there's, side. There's not all. many people that are worth that. And I think Fernandez, where he is a, is a very good player for Chelsea, I don't think he's worth that price tag. Bellingham, I do. Yeah. And I obviously, you get that English tax on I must admit, when, uh, when you first went over from Birmingham, and I was like, hey, what's all this hype about this kid for? I mean, I'd never seen him to play, to be honest, but I was just like, yeah, he's a load of rubbish. Um, I only really saw him play when he played for England, and I was like, bloody hell, he's quite good. Well, he was getting introduced into the team at the same time that uh, Calvin Phillips was. And at the point that Calvin Phillips was going into the England team, he was still a Leeds player. So I was obviously very much favouring Calvin Phillips being in the team over Bellingham. You watch them at the World Cup just gone. Bellingham is by far the better player and, and quite easily gets into that team over Phillips yeah. at the moment. Time. So I, I think it'll be worth that money. And I'll be honest, I think he goes to, as I say, he'll either be City... Um, and they'll, I think they'll chip out Phillips in summer anyway, or he'll go to Madrid. Be one of them too. Definitely won't be Liverpool who won't have Champions League. Yeah. Um, City just like buying players to so that other people haven't got them, though, don't they? Well, you say that, but then you look at what they did with Cancelo. So Cancelo's just oh, been yeah. shipped out, and obviously he's been one of the best fullbacks in the league. Ever fall out with um, Guardiola? Not apparently. So. It was more, strange, I think, that he it? just wanted game time. I don't think that there was any specific fallout. I think he'd just gone to Pep and said, I want to play and you're not playing me. Can I go out on loan? And they said, yeah, no problem. So I think Yeah, we've got Ake now. See you later. Well, they've off. got Rico Lewis, haven't they? 
the young fullback who is lighting it up at the moment and Pep has this sudden propensity to find these younger players that just pop out of the academy so that I think they're fine on that point um, but as I say I think Bayern Munich are obviously getting a very good player as well um, so you're saying that's obviously who's going to win the league top four top four right so it's going to be I don't think Newcastle will get in I think they'll start dropping off again agreed um, so I'm going to say oh, I don't know I reckon Arsenal Arsenal will finish in top four but Maybe third. I think it could be like Man United, Man City. One of them two in first or second. The Arsenal third. Fourth, possibly Chelsea. That's interesting. So you go Chelsea over Spurs, yeah, Newcastle and yeah. Liverpool. Not I, just think, I think Liverpool look a bit off it at the minute. Liverpool I think, I think, they're, I think they've already written off the season. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They're uh, going to think, right, that's it. Let's start again next year. Which is probably quite a sensible thing to do. But Chelsea seem to be like, right, come on, let's keep this engine going. Oh, can we get... Here's Liverpool, another... Here's yes 600 million. Oh, no, we've drawn, we've fallen. <laughs> but Liverpool, yes and no, because it might be sensible if it pulls it off for them. A little bit like Leeds last season, so they decided not to invest heavily and survive by the skin of the teeth, yeah. which is... It worked for them in the end. But for Liverpool, not getting Champions League qualification means losing out on some potentially big transfers one of them being Bellingham. Bellingham yeah so if they don't get Champions League I think it, it completely and utterly derails where they have been and all the the hard work that's been put up by the owners by the players and by Klopp and I can see Klopp leaving I'll be honest I think if they don't get Champions League I reckon Klopp will be on the way out go Everton I don't think so <laughs> Sean Dyche is going to win <laughs> league with them by the looks of it um, so that's your top four is that <laughs> their first win for a while Everton? yeah that's what I mean. So he comes in and his shit house is a 1 0 win, which is exactly. He's, he's what literally just gone in the web, website, he's gone in the dressing room and just give him a lot of earache. He made him do bleep tests. So he went in wearing shorts in winter, Looking English like a, winter. A PE teacher. Yeah. And then made him do bleep tests. Um, relegation then. So this is one that I'm obviously more interested oh, in to God. see what you say. What, to, what three teams are going down? Uh, well, I'm going to say I think Leeds will be safe. Uh, go ahead, down. Hope so. Do you know what? I don't even know who's down there now. Um, Southampton. I don't even know who's down there now. So the bottom three, as it stands... How are Forest doing? Uh, Forest are above us. Obviously, yeah. they play Leeds tomorrow. So the bottom three, as it stands, um, bearing in mind that three o'clock kick-off, three o'clock kickoffs are kicking off. And let me just have a look here. Wolves are 2-0 up against Liverpool. Really? Jesus. Wept. <laughs> <laughs> So Ian will be getting a, a swift tech shortly. So that, I think that takes it does actually it takes them above us. So yeah, that's what they say. No swinging for you tonight. <laughs> Put the pineapple down. Um, <laughs> so Southampton are bottom, and they're currently drawing. Bournemouth are bottom. They're currently drawing, and then Everton uh, are in eighteenth. Um, I can see Everton scraping out. I don't know. I can see Everton scraping out, and Everton are joint with West Ham, who have a game in hand on them with eighteen points. Leeds, who have two games in hand on them, one of them being against Man United, so it's a bit of a write-off. 18 points. Leicester currently drawing today, so we're on 19 points. Obviously, that could go either way because they're playing Villa, so it's one all in the 18th minute. I, I I still can't predict it. I think I said at the start of the season, I, I can't remember the first actual predictions, but I'm pretty sure I said Forest Southampton, I think I said. I can't remember the third. Yeah, it's got to be Southampton. They look a little bit... Feeble, the last like they're pathetic. Yeah, and Nathan Jones is a terrible <laughs> in a nice manager. way. 
they're not a, a team. Nathan Jones isn't a person to get you out of a relegation dogfight, and they don't look like they're going to get out of it. Um, but, and this is the biggest worry for me, the teams in the bottom three all have four wins. The only other team with four wins is Leeds. So Leeds need to start picking up a win with If we beat Forest, I, I reckon you could get a draw against Man United. Potentially. We've got two games going up, aren't we, in a row? But you look at how fickle the Leeds fan base is, and obviously this is no criticism <laughs> to it because I'm part of it. But all it's going to take is if we go and beat Forest, let's say we get some sort of result, we get a draw from Man United, people are going to turn around and be like... That's four points. Yeah, well, we are brilliant. We are winning literally league. fantastic. Winning league this year. Jesse Marsh has turned it round, all that sort of stuff. Turn to Europe. So we'll see. I think for me, Leeds have to win this weekend as well because three points against Forest going into two games that you would expect to get battered in, in all honesty, is very, very important. And if you lose that game, especially a loss, I think a draw is bad enough, but especially a loss, you then potentially go in another three games without a win. It's hard to call as well because Forest have started picking up a few good results aren't they as well they've got about 90 players on the books so (laughs) you you would expect them to I saw saw the uh, team bus turn up earlier it was the one out of Harry Potter that's (laughs) horrendous how many people are going to watch Harry Potter that listen to this uh, I I couldn't even get the punchline right to be honest are we Wrexham playing today Uh, I've absolutely no idea I don't know what league they're in uh, Wrexham, yeah, they are in the National League, aren't they? Did you hear, did you hear about um, the team that they're playing? Have got the, the managers have got the same name. No, they're playing. Um, Play at uh, twenty past five today. What? Who has the same name? So the, the manager of Wrexham and the manager of the team they're playing, the, the managers of the, uh, they've got the same name. Was in the full? Is it Phil name? Parkinson? It is Phil Parkinson, but I, it, I didn't yeah. know. Is it Altrigham? Yeah, yeah, Altrigham. So their manager has also got the same, the same name. <laughs> what a horrendous, random fact to know. Yeah. Um, so you won't give me three teams that are going down then. You, after all that, I've asked for a prediction. Uh, you still not Southampton. Yeah, they're pathetic. Bournemouth, possibly. Sorry, Ian. We don't care about Bournemouth. And um, well, Forest, part, isn't it? That's it. Okay. Um, I can't think. Forest. <laughs> Everton. Leicester, it's not tough, isn't it? Uh, Palace down there now. They are, but they're not as they've deep got, as everyone much, else. Are. You're winning, by the way. Out. You've just scored against Palace. Bruno oh, scored, didn't Penalty. What a shock! Oh, god. Um, yeah, Palace are on twenty-four points. They're not really down there, but they could be sucked into it. West Ham. Can you see West Ham getting really good? I don't know. It's, it's not say. a prediction. This is it. So I've asked you for prediction. You're still not giving me one. You can be two I can put my life on it. Yeah, yeah, it's right. Going Southampton, Bournemouth, and yeah, I'll go for Everton. Even though I've just contradicted myself Brilliant. and said that. What? A t- <laughs> <laughs> Even though I've contradicted myself and said uh, they're going to start coming back up. We'll move on. Um, <laughs> a l- little bit more controversial, and I'll limit exactly how much we talk about this one in particular. Um, Mason Greenwood. So, yeah, exactly. So, I won't go into too much detail about this because the very last thing that we would want is to offend any of us viewers. There's been, obviously, the controversy about Mason Greenwood and his partner and everything that's happened around that. I'm pretty sure everyone around football knows what's happened. Charges have now been dropped. I'm not going to get your opinion on anything to do with that. Don't worry. I'm not going to put you on the spot about that. 
My question to you is, what happens with Mason Greenwood at Manchester United? Does he get his contract severed? Does he go abroad? Does he go to another English club? Does he play for Manchester United? I don't. I don't think he should play again. No. Um, in general, or for Manchester United? For for my United, I think other teams would take him on. I don't think they'd ever say that. You know, they just have to say because uh, they're conducting their own their own uh, investigation, aren't they? Yeah. So I think they're going to turn around and say it's a big club. We we can't afford to have you on our books. You know what I mean? After it'll be it looks bad for us. But not just. I think for Manchester United in particular, when you seem to have been finally turn this corner that you've been stuck on this rut for a long period of time everything that happened under Solskjaer everything that happened before that um, and slightly after that as well uh, obviously with Rangnick it seems like Ten Hag has come in and finally said the ship and finally got to a point where actually things are back on the up for you the last thing you need is all this controversy in the background yeah. with someone who was done or not done again depending on, on what you believe all these things and obviously there's been the video evidence and there's been the pictures there's been all that sort of stuff I expect that Manchester United will want him out and there were rumours that he's going to go to a um, Saudi Arabia team Um, (laughs) they I I think the rumours were that he's basically going to get a massive payday and go abroad to play football but probably uh, I don't know go John Ronaldo I don't think Man United will want him just because you know it's it's not a good a good look, is it? Could you see him in Premier League anywhere? I don't know. Uh, because it, it, the weird thing is, and again, I think because some people will go, oh, yeah, well, because he's it's no doubt he were a good player. Well, that, but, that's exactly what I want to say. So this isn't a slight on his playing ability. Yeah. It's nothing to do with us accepting or not accepting what he's done. But he was a good player. Yeah. He was obviously nicknamed Starboy for you. He did very very well when he came on. Very good in Europe. So there's no dispute in his ability. Obviously, he hasn't played in a long period of time, so whether he's still going to be up to scratch immediately or whether he can ever get back to those heights is a different story. But I think sometimes... I can see him in Italy, I'll be honest. I just get the feeling. Don't know why. Somewhere like Roma or somewhere. Yeah, somewhere like that. Because... It's basically a retirement home. Yeah, (laughs) Mourinho will love it. Um, But there's, there's a lot of things that are wrong in general and potentially... It would be better for him as well because he he could thrive over there. It's a new start kind of thing. Yeah, and um, no one will sort of have their eyes on him because if he, as, as if he tries doing all like that again, he's got mafia on doorstep. Well, yeah, the the, the Syria as good of a league as it is, and this is going to sound a bit disrespectful, hasn't got the attention that the Premier League does. So you could probably go to a league like that, play your game. People will still have their opinions and people might still yeah. strongly dislike him for what he's done. But he's going to be an afterthought then. He's not going to be something that is seen week in and week out. Um, so that's love him for his football rather than his person. Yeah, um, which probably should be the right way for a footballer. But also, you can't, you can't really take that away, can you? Yeah, exactly. And the, the difficulty is when you do something as... Again, it's it's hard not to comment on it, but without going into too much detail, what he's done or allegedly done is wrong. And yeah. I think for people to judge him on that, the reasons for them judging it are acceptable, in my opinion. So it's it's a very different thing to get into. And again, we have to be careful about what we say on this because we don't want to go too much detail about it. But I, like I say, I think he'll go abroad. I think he'll play football for someone like Italy. Um, or in the Italian league, sorry, or 
you know, Saudi Arabian team and do it that way. Yeah, Eredivisie. Yeah, I, we can see that as well. That'd be a, a quite good show. Or something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> last things I've got for you then. Liverpool and Klopp, because we mentioned Liverpool and it's always fun talking about Liverpool and potentially slagging them off when uh, Ian's <laughs> listening. As we've said, they're losing 2-0 at the moment to Wolves. Yeah. Does he last the season? Klopp? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's good. They love him, don't they? Do they, though? Because if, I reckon he's still being a job the, if they got relegated. No. If you look at the opinion, my opinion as an outsider is that I would keep him because I think he's done miraculous things there and I don't think he's been backed in the correct areas whether that's his own choice or not obviously I have no idea but I don't think he's been backed in the correct areas such as centre midfielders and, and such as that but I think it depends entirely on what they do this season and I think football is a very fickle business if he doesn't start picking up results quickly you look at the recent form they've got one win against Wolves, which will have been in the Cup, I think it will have been, in their last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games if they lose today. So one win in the last yeah. seven games, their one win in the last five it will be then in the league. So well, that'll leave them about 10th or something. At the moment, they are currently in 10th, yeah. Uh, joint on point with Villa, who are drawing. So if Villa win today, they'll go below Villa. It's all a bit... If they go into the bottom half of the table, that's some fall from grace from a team that... Uh, or there were on Dodgy the base territory. of winning. They were going to win quadruple last year. There were a lot of... Well, are they, are they out of everything now? That's just... Uh, out of Carabao. Madrid. Out of FA Cup. They've got Madrid. Madrid next year. Yeah, in the so Champions they're out, League. So they're out of Champions League. Exactly. This is what I keep saying. Um, no disrespect. But... No, disrespect intended. <laughs> so... Do you think they'll keep with him regardless? So even if they went on this horrendous winless run that they, they're doing yeah, at the I moment, think, I think they'll. I think they're ready to just start again next season, they and sack him at the end of the season. No, I think they'll. I think they'll keep him. I think they do. I think they've given up now. Like uh, Friggy, let's start again next year. I think he'll go. I, I honestly think. If I, this I, I don't going, think they sack him. I think he'd leave. Do you know what I mean? But they, but they put well, it down mutual, as mutual consent, yeah. Yeah, mutual consent sort of thing. Yeah, which is a sacking. Always in quote marks. Yeah, exactly that. Um, okay, so... In other words, you ain't sacked, but your CV looks good. Yeah. And you didn't get relegated. And there's, Although, there's, your, there's your money. In fact, <laughs> put Liverpool in your predictions to go down. They're yeah, not yeah, far yeah, yeah, Southampton, Bournemouth and Liverpool. <laughs> They're only 11 points on the drop zone. Um, Ian's going to love me. <laughs> I'm sure he'll have some comments to make when he comes back. Um, with his upside down pineapple. Uh, <laughs> last question then, Leeds get him, and Marsh. Get them keys out of that ball. <laughs> Leeds and Marsh. Um, Leeds not in a fantastic place at the moment on the field. Had a fantastic January transfer window. Yeah. Uh, their only wins in the last, uh, God knows how many games, have been um, Real Sociedad in a friendly, Cardiff in the FA Cup and Accrington in the FA Cup in that time they've lost against uh, Accrington Stanley who were they, they? Uh, they've lost against Villa although I thought that they were a better team on that day they've drawn against Newcastle which is a hard four point you look at how they've, they've done there drawn against West Ham lost against City they were never in that game uh, lost against Spurs they should have won that game lost against Wolves in the FL Cup should have won that game but they were poor um and then you go on to the Bournemouth and Liverpool wins, which were in a row, which has probably kept so it's Marsh basically in the job. like a roller coaster. Yeah, so but 
the position that they're in at the moment, you look at how far off the other teams are. So, as I say, 18 points, a win against Forest takes you above Forest. So you can potentially jump two or three places. You might be 13th, depending again on what Leicester and on what Wolves do um, in the next few games. And you've got another game in hand on them, which admittedly is going to be a very difficult game in hand. Do you see Leeds surviving this season? Yeah. Do you see Marsh lasting the season? And do you see him turning it around? I, th- I think they'll survive, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to say they'll finish 14th. That's my prediction. Snap your hand off for a 14th place <laughs> finish. But yeah. then again, it's another another team that could do with just writing it off. And man, that's still in the FA Cup, aren't you? So. Yeah, doing well in the FA Cup. the furthest they've been in the FA Cup um, in five, six years, seven years. Yeah, I've still, I've still survive. I think Marshall... He'll, he'll, he'll still be there. Do you think that he'll turn it round though? So do you think this will be a comfortable 14th place finish yeah, or do you yeah, think yeah. it'll be like last season where they survived by... I, think, I don't think they'll be scrabbling. No, I think they'll be quite comfy. Impressed with the signings that they've so, made? That's quite sort of... Um, to be honest, I've never even heard of any of them. So we've got Weston McKenney. I thought that was a place in Scotland. Where are you from? Oh, Weston McKenney. <laughs> hope nobody's Jesus offended Christ. by that. Um, <laughs> I don't think we've got any Scottish viewers. Well, so was he? Um, check on that. Listeners. Um, Same thing. What's the other guy? R- R- Rutter or something, is it? Jorginho Rutter. <laughs> oh, no, so, Rutter is... I know, I've, the... I've seen your tweet saying that he's like the best sign. Yeah, and he absolutely is. And I'll, There's no bias I'll, I'll tell you now, right, so we're doing this early February. By the end of the season, I guarantee you, you look back and think, what a signing he is. What an absolutely fantastic player he is. Uh, we've also signed Verber, who is the centre back. He's only conceded one goal. Which one's that? Sorry, uh, he has he already is, played. Yeah, he's played. yeah, he's a big guy. He looks quite yes. Oh, we want to get into a tackle with him. He was a, a captain of um, Salzburg, I think it was, before we yeah, went yeah. and signed him. Because we seem to sign everyone from Salzburg, don't we? But how many have you signed then? From Salzburg? No, from in this window. Uh, Verber, Ruta, McKenney. And we signed a young centre-back as well called Monterio. Um, but he's not going to get into first team immediately anyway. Yeah, I've, I've, never, I've not heard any of them. But then I'd never heard of Nemanja Vidic. So. You'd never heard of Vidic? I'd never heard of him until he went to Man United. You'd never heard of Sabitzer either, did you? No, no, I've not heard of him. Which is outrageous. Um, a mate of mine in a group chat with him, he's, he's like, oh, he's brilliant. Um, Sabitzer? Yeah. Yeah, because he is. Because I played for Austria. I said, well, so would... Uh, Scott McTominay, if he were Austrian. He wouldn't. So. Scott McTominay is absolute garbage. <laughs> um, so, yeah, think we'll survive comfortably. Is what, sorry? Think, think we'll survive comfortably then? Yeah, yeah, easy. So, no, no worries about Leeds whatsoever. No, no. Fine, yeah. I think they'll be just coasting. I think they'll just coast now. I mean, I'll take that. I'll take so, the, so, it's wins. been a roller coaster so far, and now you're just coming to the end of it, you know, where you get to the end of it, and it's just coasts out. I think we've had too many Samuel Joes. I ain't had any Samuel Joes. <laughs> Touching that shit. Just you smashing them. Um, yeah, I think it's a good place to leave it there. We need to get into Ponty anyway. It's half past three. All good bars are starting to open out there. Your listeners are going to be like, don't ever bring him back, fuck you know. Well, that's if they've got this get bar that, podcast. Get that swing, yeah, yeah. Get that swinger back on. <laughs> get your keys out of ball. Get back home, lad. He might not come back. <laughs> What if, get get, yeah, what if he gets stuck in Fuerteventura? Might get stuck in back of Pablo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> 
and I'm going to swiftly end it here, I think, uh, before uh, thank, this goes any you. further. A tip to everyone listening to this, don't buy Samuel Jones from Aldi, because clearly it does some terrible things for you. Um, mm, thank thanks you so much for, for coming. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on this week. Thank you for having me. I'll, I won't talk over you next time. Yeah, I was going to say, it's always a always better thing to just let me talk and let me lead it. Um, Ian should be back next week. Although, again, there's a lot of variable factors for that. And if he's not, I'll be on standby. Yeah, we, we've got loads of people waiting to get on the pod. It's obviously the most popular podcast in the world. So uh, thanks as always for listening and uh, we'll speak to you next week. <laughs>